This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. The Psalm, it is just a Psalm that just talks about the greatness of God. I think it's uh, apropos for the last of the weekend and get ready for a great morning of worship Sunday morning. He says, bless, start all over. Notice, do these things. And this is, or to see these things or to recognize these things or to understand these things. David, actually, we don't know who the, so the song, because the things I'm about to say are a blessing to myself. Very great. Um, uh, a little bit generic, but very true. Sometimes the simplest things in life are the best things in life. He says, you are clothed with honor. One of the things that is so important in scripture to understand the idea of honor is so culture. I don't know if you know it or not, but wives in the Bible are never, ever instructed to love their husbands. They're instructed to honor their husbands. Christ-like love husbands. Why? Because in the how God is going to deal with the family. He is going to he's going to deal with the head first and the and the husbands to act like the father. We're supposed to act like the bride. We're the bride of Christ. And because of our past, because of our struggle, difficult to to love God like we should, because of who we are. We we are so difficult in life is so difficult and the things that we are so in that picture, God does not mandate that wives love their husbands. He mandates that wives honor their husbands. Likewise, in script, not do anything in the rearing of children. Why? Because women naturally rear the children. They in men, not so much. And so God's instructions about raising children are always pointed toward who? The father. Why? Because he needs to help. It's, it almost comes naturally for a mother to mother a child. It does not come naturally for a father to father a child, a good father to children. That word honor, in the Bible, children are never instructed to get that. Why? Because their parents are in a position above them. They're ahead of them in, in authority and also the uh, idea that they're responsible for what goes on. And so a father and mother and wives many times love their husbands. It, it is something that happens. But in scripture, it's not, it's not something that, that is mandated. And he understands that sometimes we, as we are the one to nurture us, and it's his job to be our, our father and it's our bridegroom and to be our leader. And we need to, we have a deep need to honor God because of who he is and the position authority and his power. He says, you are clothed with honor and majesty. And that obviously speaks to his sovereignty and his royalty and his power. He says, who covers yourself with light 
If I, oh my goodness, I, 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 if I, really to tell you the truth, if we were gonna, if we were gonna not make it through this light as with a garment, he is unapproachable light. And if I went through all the scientific things about light and about about how we really can't identify acts, we know what it does, but we can't tell you. I can't tell you whether it's a wave or a particle. We can't tell you what light. Great science, quote unquote science that we have today, we can't identify light. We can't. In fact, nobody's even trying anymore. Nobody's even trying. It's light, and it sets limits on things, and it and it illuminates things, and it allows us to understand things, and yet we don't even know what it is because God covers himself. is a picture of him and his work in the world. He His work in the world is obviously, for those who are looking, who have eyes to see, fully known in that which he created, and yet we can't always put our hand on it. That's why it says he's covered. Now, this is important. He stretches out the heavens like a curtain. He's stretching it out. All right. Science will tell you. Interestingly enough, stretching it out and it's going slower as it goes out, it's actually being stretched out faster. Now, everything would tell you, but it is, that over time, as things stretch out, the force of gravity would cause the being stretched out, that the universe is not, it's speeding up. Some force is being applied to the universe, causing it to be stretched out faster and faster. And we know this scientifically for sure. And I'm gonna tell you a secret, a scientific secret, faster and faster. And here it is, don't tell everybody. God's stretching it out like a curtain. Anyway. Raised the beams of his upper chamber in the waters. Notice, he makes his dwelling with us. We're the waters that flow. He makes his intimate place with us. He says, who makes the clouds here, or how God moves. He says, he walks on the wings of the wind. Obviously, always when you see wind, you think Holy Spirit. He does, so through his spirit. He who makes his angel spirits, his ministers, a flame of fire. Notice, the angels are ministering spirits. Who do they minister to? They minister to God, but they also minister to There's also a picture of the Holy Spirit and a picture of the Spirit. He makes those things wonderful. He says, "Who you who laid the foundation, he says he's created, and it will not be moved and will not be changed until he changes it. And those of you who say that creation is precarious and it's it has to be, it had, God did place us over it, he did give Nothing to hurt that which God has given. But that being said, those who and I'm telling you, any attacks on God, we one of the and and they're subtle. They're very subtle. The the initial verse: nobody should be honored. We should tear everything down. We should treat nothing is to be honored. Nothing is to be uh, uh, glorified, even to to the point of of wanting to remove statues of Abraham Lincoln at great cost to themselves. We're not to honor them because why? We, we don't want to honor anybody because we don't want to honor God. That's what society, that's what the devil is, is though. Although we, we need somebody to take care of. We need a group of people so that we will be taken care of so that we're weak and, and we don't know what's best for us. But we also have the power to destroy the planet just in, in just a few short years. See, you see the dichotomy, how that doesn't make a logical sense because the father of lies is making up lies. But, look at it, 
God's word clearly states over and over when God laid the foundations of the earth, he set them firm and he will determine when they're uh, unset. He says, you covered it with the mountains. Notice he made it in a certain way. And the way he made it is knowable. Talking about is he's talking about the flood. When he, found, when he changed everything, he flooded the earth and then and is ascending to Genesis chapter five, six, and seven. At, the, at your rebuke, they fled, and the voice of your thunder, they hastened away. He's talking about the flood and created many wonders in the world that we see today in just a moments, in just moments. I'm talking about some of the gorges. And he says, they went up over the mountains. They went down into the valleys to the place which you founded for them. Remember, they went to cover the earth. Notice, he's saying that God has set it up so that the water is not going to what is our culture and what is our media telling us? They're telling us that the waters are going to, our country will be, don't do something. That's directly out of line with what God's word says. It just is. It's directly out. I do too. There's no thinks through and is amazed by the things that we discover and we see than me. But that being said, there's one thing that's true and things that I know to be true because I've seen them at work. And when it says this about the waters of the earth, God, it's not going to happen. The, the United States is going to be destroyed with flooding. Not going to happen because God said it. Flow among the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. That's all donkeys, donkeys of the heavens have their home. He says they sing among the branches. Notice God has created a wonderful place for us to be. He says the earth is satisfied with the fruit of your works. Wow, that's just a wonderful place to live, a beautiful place to live, a place that happened. He takes care of it. It is a wonder for us. He says, he causes the grass to grow for the cattle and vegetation man. Notice, grass grows for the us, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine that makes glad the heart of man. That's real wine, by the way, better than orange juice and glad the heart of man, unless there was something unique about that. So I'm just letting you know, when the Bible talks about wine, it's talking about alcoholic beverage, okay? Picture of the goodness of God. In Scripture, water's a picture of the cleansing work of God. And when I say God, I'm the Holy Spirit. Water is the cleansing power of the Holy Spirit. Wine is the goodness of the Holy Spirit. Or the, uh, he says, and wine that makes glad the heart of man. Oil to make his face shine. Notice Notice the power of God makes our, that's what I understand. The power of the Holy Spirit does that. He says, and bread which strengthens man's heart. Bread's always the word of God. The word of God, God is goodness. It says, and he says, the trees of the Lord are full of sap. By the way, in scripture, if you want to just talk about people's generally, pictures of people, that's trees, fish, as in schools of fish in the ocean. Okay. And those two things are always pictures of man himself, mankind. Okay, all that is that flowing strength that's in a tree. He's made us that way. The cedars of Lebanon, which he planned, not in his promised land, work not only in, in the things that we understand, but he's at work all over the place. He says, where the birds make their nest, the stork has her home. I, I made everything and even nest in my creation. Birds are always spirit, spiritual uh, things. He says, the high hills are for the wild goats and the cliffs for the rock badgers. Do some studying of some mountain goats. They I, just go on you with their hooves. I don't. 
How did they hang on the side of a cliff like that? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, only God can do stuff like that. Pointed the moon for seasons and that the moon is intimately involved in our weather and our seasonal patterns. He says, this, you make darkness and it is creep about. Notice he makes it possible for some animals to be able to get out so that the uh, predators can't uh, see them. He says, you, the, the young lions roar after their prey. Lion is a picture of spiritual power, both the godly and seek their food from God. Notice our spiritual strength comes from who? God. When the sun rises and his sunshine, man goes out to his work and to his labor until the evening. Notice all the things that are going on in the earth. That's multi, multiplicative. That's just, his works are unknowable. They're they are at, going on all around us in of ways, and we don't see it. Lord, you have made them. The earth is full of your possessions. The earth is full of his. It's all his. He says, innumerable Gentiles, the seas, and you fill them with people, innumerable amounts of people, living things, both ships sail about. There is play there. Notice it. this psalm talks about, if you want to, um, or I think that Leviathan, this word Leviathan, is mentioning a, a, a giant reptilian creature. I have no reason to believe it's not, and I have no argument against it, although I do think Leviathan is also a spiritual possessed by all the demons. It seems to indicate that she had a spirit of Leviathan. Anyway, so, <clears throat> but those two words are obviously different words because this is Hebrew and that's Greek. It's something that very well could be a dinosaur. Wow. He says, who knew on this Thursday morning we'd be talking about all this? These all wait for you. Jason. What you give them, they gather in. You open your hand and they are filled with good. You hide your face. Everything's not. Die and return from their dust. Notice that life itself comes from God. <clears throat> not from us. Not from us. Except by the ways God says to take. He says, you send forth your spirit endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his work, David. And the psalmist here has been just rejoicing in the works of God and just pointing out things that he sees and he knows about God. He looks on the earth and it trembles. It makes me think about the Smoky Mountains. It's all, the reason it's called the Smoky Mountains is because it looks like it's got, it's got smoke on it all the time. He says that comes from God too. He says, I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. Uh, do is to glorify God, to be sweet to him. May the thoughts of my heart be seen, and I will be glad in the Lord. May sinners be consumed from the earth. Uh, take away the wicked earth and remove them from your presence. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Praise the Lord. <laughs> As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.